Ladbroker on all your favourite racing. Download the Ladbrokes app today. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Live on SEN Track and streaming on the Live One channel on the Ladbrokes app. This is Ladbrokes Autumn Breakfast. Oh, beautifully done. No better way to kickstart a Friday than with a little bit of Taylor Swift. Oh, thanks to Ladbrokes. Good morning to As you. Requested. As, As requested. requested. As requested. As requested. Of all the songs you could have chosen, you've gone with Taylor Swift. My grandmother rang me after last week's show and she said, oh, it was a very nice show. I said, what would you like about it? She goes, that we had my wedding song as the intro. <laughs> so uh, I thought we'd just modernise it a little bit. Uh, and in, Paris doing a wonderful job. Got, <laughs> they've, they've got your wedding song. <laughs> hey, only for the first oh, two God. weddings. I'll go Kanye for number three. Hey, good morning to you, wherever you might be. If you're watching us on the Ladbrokes Live channel or listening to us on SCN Tracks, 0499 736 736 to get involved. A hell of a lot to get into. And must be said, it has been a big week. A huge week. We'll start with the man, Campbell Brown, who last night, him and Don Scott, just burst into Waverley and apparently demanded answers about the Hawks' loss last week. Hello to you. United and Inspire yeah. Forum, and, and that's exactly what we did. <laughs> we inspired them. Quinny, um, hello to you. Uh, thank you, mate, because I know you've been up very late this week. I have. I'm always up late working hard. But they do say that time is money and you've spent your money on some time. That is a very sharp-looking watch after your big win last week on Mr Brightside. Yeah, I, so I, 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 I will just say big shout-out to Josh and the crew at MVMT. Um, oh, yeah, well, where are we here? Uh, the Cannington Dogs must keep you up late, mate. Every time I check your Twitter account... We're getting to that off the bat, are we? Oh, no, <laughs> I just mean every time I see you, have you got something else? No, no. Are okay. we gonna? Are we? Are we ready to roll? We're no, we're not. Because into first it, are we? No, okay. None of us. Well, you a, brought it up. None of us have had a bigger week than Adam Hamilton. In fact, I'll say that you were able to squeeze this into twelve hours. Which one is a truer <laughs> oh, statement that you've taken over New Zealand, oh. or that you spent all night having to take the cat stickers off the Ferrari? <laughs> oh. Which one's truer? Well, firstly, on New Zealand, I, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking okay. about. Um, there's some media reports going around, but I, I don't, I'll let those media reports play out. But um, I, I'd love to think it's true, but mm -hmm. maybe the media um, knows more about it than we do. Um, but, yeah, a bit worried about the Cats. Okay. A little bit worried about the Cats. Look, it's only two games in. and But, I mean, if you took Jeremy Cameron out of that oh. side, it's an obliteration. Yeah. Like, that was one of the single greatest single individual mm -hmm. games you'd ever see. Yeah. He was on the ball for half the game, and he yeah. still kicked six goals up forward. So, real problems. They're two weeks in a row, they haven't been beaten. They've been obliterated in the guts, haven't they, and the clearances. So... Um, concerning signs early, guys. All right, happy to whack the cats but not confirm the media reports. All right, let's get into it. First things first, 0499 736 736 to get involved. On the Ladbrokes Autumn Breakfast, first things first. Let's start with you, Quinny, because I, I, I feel now that I've actually ruined your first things first. I made it. Pumped it up. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I, they're, they're totally unrelated because every time I checked your Twitter, you're on the Cannington Dogs, <laughs> and you've got a first things first about it. Jeez, my Twitter's been good recently. We'll get to that in just a moment as well. We're going to, for the viewers that are watching the show, show this race as I speak. This is race five, Wednesday night at Cannington. They're big night race and they're off. West on Blossom jumped okay, shows early speed coming from the rear of the field, then followed by Howard Hook as they swing. Electric Data in front to the outside of Rockanui coming quickly. Electric Data holding on. Rockanui lunge made it interesting. Now I will ask who Brownie thought won, but he wasn't watching the race. And they've no, already the, the dividends up. So to the naked eye, yeah, the three was very prominent. That was the $81 rank outside of the field, number three, Electric Data. Orokahui Pine on the outside got the bob down late, but it was close. It was a really? photo. 
It was a photo finish. Okay. Instantly, the broadcaster put up the winner was number three. So for anyone that backed the three, they had the $81 dividend. They left it there. They went to the next race for broadcast. I thought, geez, they put that up quickly. So then I looked up the official results and, no, the eight had got there. So the whole time they had the wrong dividend up. Punting funds everything in this sport. Without punters, we're all unemployed. Maybe you, Brown Dog, would find something through the footy. Well, the rest of us would be cast. It's not that hard to get it right. Just put photo, because if you've backed that three, you've had a losing day, and you've blasted out on an $81 shot, and they don't even bother to tell you you haven't won, you're like, bugger this, I'm not betting anymore. I'm betting on something else. Yeah, it's a good call. And you're gone and you're done. It's not got, just, don't get it wrong. I've got a better story than that. So, if go back 20 years, boys trip up to Sydney, We've gone huge on the quad. This is how long ago it was. Doremus was just coming through the ranks. And we, we anchored him in in our quaddie. Anyway, we got a great result in the first league. Doremus wins. Intergaze wins at big odds in the sires, I think. About probably 20 years ago or something. Anyway, we're going to the last league. We've got seven horses. We get the winner. Then there's a protest against us. And we're sweating on the protest. Sweating, sweating, sweating. And the guy comes on Sky and says, just hearing from the track, protest dismissed. And we're, woo-hoo, <laughs> 32 grand between us or we've got the quaddie. And, and uh, comes back from the ad break, sorry, protest still going. Two minutes later, protest upheld. Oh, <laughs> you're kidding me. Who was yeah. feeding him that poor information? We've had two minutes of dancing around, <laughs> ordering champagne to the hotel room. <laughs> and then he comes well, back on. Sorry, still going. Yeah, just hearing from oh. the track upheld. It's, it's actually, that is not funny story, Hammer, but it's funny that you raise this because Campbell Brown and myself ran a scene track yesterday. Oh, not another half a winner. Finding a winner. No, but you heard what happened earlier in the week. We had our two best dead heat. Yeah. History. That's History. History. But yesterday he went on a seven-minute rant about the Sky Racing graphics operator and their continual mistakes of putting the wrong horses up on the screen based on the wrong numbers. Just get rid of that. Because it I know I like it, it to see where they are running. Initially but... and they get it wrong too. Yeah. They get it wrong. I think it might I, I think it's not an easy wrong, job. But when I think it might be automated somehow. Right. I can't think be. it's supposed to it, it can't absolutely be. can't be so, automated because the wrong horses are in the wrong spot. Right. So it can't be automated. It, well, and, and people did text in yesterday, to be fair, on SN Track, saying, oh, there's a chip in their saddlecloth. It actually can't be. Well, no, there is, or the for, technology there is wrong. for some of them. I mean, Racing New South Wales mm-hmm. have the the chip. But, I, I, yeah. I mean, like, dogs don't have chips in their, no. their little rugs or whatever, do no. they? Well, so maybe the, they the chip can be wrong sometimes because it had Simon O'Donnell winning the Melbourne Cup. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You know... You know the station's rule. You know SCN Track's rule. It's 20 years grace, so we yeah, can't speak about that until Isn't 2027. It's the most brutal photo, too, because Bauer's half the length of you, yeah. and Bauer's bum's about a metre in front of you, yeah. but that's yeah. poor little beak, isn't it? You know the most amazing thing about that story, and Scoob, to his credit, tells it really well, and he, he talks about it. That he says, but you know what? It was still the best day of my life to have a horse right there. No, it wasn't, Scoob. Like, don't lie. No, be shattering. Says it was, he says, nah. for a minute, I won a Melbourne Cup. And he's right. No, but he didn't win a Melbourne Cup. But he did for a minute. He no. thought he had. We had to chat this conversation Yeah, yesterday. but for a lifetime, he lost a Melbourne Cup. Oh. <laughs> That's all right. But he's still working up towards it. All right, first things first. Minutes he's going to lifetime ramifications. <laughs> How does that come into life? It does <laughs> sound like you're speaking through your pocket, Pregnancy. Though. With 
No, no, I didn't, no, I did no? not bet. That's why I deliberately so why raised... why were you even watching if you weren't hunting? <laughs> he, he spends a lot of time watching Cannington Dogs. A lot. <laughs> so he puts a lot in New Zealand yeah. dogs and things like that. You know, he's, it, it's obscure stuff you watch. No, I, see, I have a rule that I don't rant if I'm financially implicated. So this is one time I wasn't invested. There I could get annoyed... So, so you've discovered a problem, give us a solution. What do they do? Just leave put up photo. photo. Yeah. Until no, it's 100% correct. Just leave photo because you're not going to annoy anyone there. Like, take longer but get it right. Don't guess. Don't guess. Yeah. Don't get it because you can't... It's, it's not one of those things where you should get it right most of the time. It should be right all, <laughs> all the time. time. That is true. So, I, I just want to just want to point this out. You're right. You are very, very, very busy on social media on this Twitter, could be right? Dangerous, and you traditionally say how well your Twitter's going. So I thought I'd check your Twitter, right? Because mm -hmm. traditionally, people who think they're great at social media have something really, really well pinned to their Twitter profile. So I jumped on. Yep. You've got a pinned tweet of the Docklands in 2001. <laughs> It doesn't even got many likes. <laughs> what are you doing? It doesn't have any likes. Oh, it's got 400 likes, mate. Yes. You come we'll on, get... now that's it. That's his tweet. <laughs> he's just tweeted we'll a get, photo. Put that's not in. even your we'll own get, work. Look how different it I, looks. I'm not saying it doesn't look different. I'm just saying if you're going to bring some type of egotistical mania around your, twi uh, your Twitter, you need to bring something better oh, than that. Well, can I borrow that watch and I'll get a photo with it? That can be my new... <laughs> Josh Actually, specifically well said, do yeah. not let anyone else wear it. So, Josh, I will... <laughs> All right, let's get to you. First things first, Hamo. Of course, the... Uh, the king of New Zealand. Talk to me. <laughs> first things first. Well, there's a little bit of symmetry there because part of the strength to what I think is a really, really good William Reid is the New Zealand presence in it. And there's been a lot of discussion, and I know Brownie's going to give some commentary later about the, uh, the Australian Cup too, but for all of the debate over clashes and too many big similar races at the same time, this is a tremendous William Reid tonight. Mm. It's a fascinating race. Um, there's a lot of depth to it. Uh, and, yeah, look, I, I, I think it's held up really, really well. I, I'm looking forward to this race. Is Imperatrice as good as we think? The Babylon Berlin team are really, really bullish, and, and I'll talk more about her later on. And, and then Bella Nipatina, who we've teamed up with to, to go over to the Quokka in Perth in a few weeks. Like, she's going to need to run really well from a bad draw tonight. I mean, she won the Manicato by half the straight, and she opened about $15 to win this race. So a lot of depth in it. I think it's a great William Reid. I think it's great for the autumn as well. We, we spoke about the new market probably being the most intriguing race of the Melbourne autumn. That might change going forward. As you said, we'll get to the Australian Cup in a bit. But the, the fact is that it, it's... This sounds, like, really harsh, and I'm not meaning it to be harsh, but it, it's kind of been the forgotten group one, the William Reid. Like, we spoke so much about what's happening on Saturday, Super Saturday, the All-Star Mile, and some things being tweaked around a little bit. And sometimes some races just sort of organically get forgotten, which, until the fields smack you in the face, kind of probably was this race. But you're right, this is a really nice sprint race. They, they, were, they were very... Uh, just, I know, know you guys covered it last week, but they were stiff with the All-Star Mile because they would have had clear air if the AFL didn't add the extra round and mm -hmm. come forward a week. The problem with this Australian Cup, we have to be honest, is that everyone's heads have rolled full bore in Melbourne into AFL. Mm -hmm. and, and as a result, the racing has slipped off the radar a little bit, hasn't it? Yep. It, it has, but I still think there'd be a nice... Crowd at Flemington, and I think well, there should, was a pretty yeah. decent crowd last week at the All Star Mile. Yeah, there is no doubt, but tonight it's going to be good. Uh, have you got a tip, or is your best in the race? Hang on, let me guess. He's tipping the Kiwi. <laughs> uh, no, I'm on. I'm on Babylon. Uh, Babylon Berlin. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, hang on. So hang on. Where's Babylon and Berlin from? 
Well, New Zealand. That's what he said. Let me get some tip of the Kiwis. Well, said no. Well, yeah, you well, drop the Kiwis. Yeah. But I'm not tipping the one that everyone else is. Okay, so you're taking the second, exactly. the second rated I'm, I'm Kiwi. Going, going left of centre. Never uh, been to New Zealand. I wonder if that'll change soon. Uh, well, who knows? If you believe the media reports, you might need to get over there. So. Now, the, the big thing here will be, right, with the with the William Reid, and you mentioned Balanipatina and the quacker, and the, and the fact is, look, Race Victoria and Racing New South Wales are still at loggerheads, and whilst people continually, myself included, come up with ideas that could probably help everyone, it's very unlikely it's going to happen. This is a perfect, a perfect opportunity. I don't know how they do it, if, uh, and the, the quacker is such a highly financial race already. But if you can find a bonus between winning the William Reid and the Quokka as well, it kind of takes a little bit away from the TJ. I know Peter Volandis ain't exactly on top of the world when it comes to where he sees the Quokka and takes some horses away from the TJ Smith. We've seen Uncommon James earlier in the week. But if Race of Victoria and, and Racing West Australia can, can get into cahoots what, a little bit, about, it strengthens both races. What about races. total left field? Or what about Mooney Valley buys a slot in the Quokka? And then right the winner of the William Reid gets a gets a trip over to the Quokka. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's a brilliant idea. The only that, thing that might upset racing New South Wales. Well, that's it would, but but that, that's kind of. I, I don't want to see government well, bodies upset, but Race no. Victoria seem to be just struggling at times when it comes. To, racing New South Wales don't care about. You can't please everyone. Every, in life. No. every every slot holder who doesn't have a runner in the Quokka is watching this William. Absolutely, Reed, aren't they? Because this be. is the pool of horses yeah, that they're going to go there. I doubt they'll come. I doubt. I mean, the, the TJ's a little bit, probably almost too close. It's, I mean, it's two weeks apart, but this is the race. This is the race where the. I, the I, I don't think you can set yourself on. up for the TJ and then take a slot, knowing that you know you've got to kind of have your horse half what settled. That's what the only reason I'd be against or would be a con towards the Mooney Valley buying a, a slot in the Quokka and then giving it to the winner of the William Reid because that would mean that the slots wouldn't get filled, right, until after tonight. Yeah, but there's still quite a few that aren't filled. There's too many, to be yeah, honest. So I it's really got to fire up. So, yeah. yeah and, and, that's, and that's a greater, that's a greater debate mm. about the slot races as well because Perth's not an easy place to get to. But, they've, look, they've got, they've got the framework of a really good race. They do. And, and I think it's largely off the back of the fact that they've probably got their most exciting galloper since, I would say, since Northerly in Amelia's Jewel. So, so I think she's the flagship of the race and everything else around that is, is going to make it a success in year one. But can that success continue if you don't have an Amelia's Jewel every year? Is she 12 in a middle horse? No, but he's such a good trainer and she's so brilliant that she might still be able to to win it. But she, if it was 1,400, I'd say she'd just be immoral. But 1,200, she's going to be giving some yeah. really good sprinters a huge start, isn't she? So Uncommon James, I think, will win he's, the race. Yeah, right? he's got to be the horse to beat. But like, uh, there's, there's, there's pros and cons to the very fact that Amelia's Jewel, who is a, a very high-class horse, it's all built around her. You're right, the success of number year number one in a quack is built around this West Australian... Amelia's Jewel. If she doesn't win, which I don't think she will because $1,200 isn't her perfect distance, I'm hoping on the back of it, just the <clears> casual <throat> racing observers, not people like us and the Cannington Dog Superstar who love West Australian racing, but the very fact is that if, if she doesn't, it's all built around her and she runs third or fourth, the casual racing observer can jump on. That, 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 that sounds harsh, but that's occasionally what does happen in these type of races. So it, it, it's slightly fraught with danger, but if she wins it, 
bang, it just explodes off the back of it, I think. Yeah. So I hope, I've backed Uncommon James from a Benny, futures Benny bet. Thompson back on board. But for he? the race, well, yeah. in that tea. What do you mean? Is he me up and about yeah. today? No, ben, yeah. Benny yeah. Thompson's riding. Riding. Yep. Who's in that tea? Because it was Damien Lane last start. He got bumped, didn't he, Benny? So. Yeah. Yep. No, I think Benny Thompson's um, making the trip Back over on. from what we hear. So okay. our, our uh, cousins at Ned's have been putting, pulling together a story on Uncommon James. So okay. I think Good Ben horse. Thompson's part of that. All right. Zero four double nine seven three six seven three six. You got anything to add on tonight, Trace? You got what do you like? Uh, tonight yeah. in the Congo, I think first up, Barrier One. Off the boards, Brownie. Is it yours? I yeah. think uh, last time I had a look... It was about $8 last night, is it? It's 15 Uh Try the fact it's been 15 into $4.80. Oh, really? OK. So, hey, so hey. I missed the price. Seems like him and Don Scott might have had a little bit last time <laughs> while they were waiting for <laughs> proceedings Have I start. missed the price or have I missed it? <laughs> Just means you have twice as much on. That's how I normally... No, always It's <laughs> triple M. Massive yeah. market mover. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, we're fired up. Big Friday. Lots to get into. First things first for Brownie on the other side of this. We've got our best bets, our crystal ball and plenty more. 736. 736, if you're listening to us via SCN Track and the network right around the globe, get involved. Plenty more. All thanks to Labros. Next. Good morning to you as you work yourself into a Friday morning. All thanks to Ladbrokes. It is the Ladbrokes Autumn Breakfast Show, of course. Full creativity to us for the name of the show. Uh, Ladbroker, make sure you get the Ladbrokes app. We'll get to best bets, crystal ball very shortly. Yeah, this is remarkable scenes and this is the power of the show. The very fact that we spoke about one of the worst pinned tweets mm. in history. And now all of a sudden it's getting likes again. People are re-engaging. <laughs> it's going re-viral. With your pinned tweet. <laughs> there it is. Looks oh. very different, doesn't it? It what does. What a great tweet. What? Just take us... What's your thought process here? So... What, what, what's, what's the... The wing was where Craig Hutchinson dubbed it Death Valley and Channel 7 <laughs> suspended him for a month. So hello to our leader there, Hutchie, because that was just a magnificent moment. But... It is fascinating how much that whole precinct has changed and I just get to take my Twitter fans back down memory lane each and every day. So the, the photo is a very interesting photo, right? So I'm not disputing that. I'm just confused as to why it's your pinned tweet when you've had better tweets. Have I? Oh. That's also a good point. Wow. Actually, you got Adam with the Ferrari. Yeah. Oh. Better. Adam topless when he's sunburnt. Better. Oh, no, I haven't tweeted that one yet. <laughs> That's coming. That's coming. Adam at Customs as he goes to New Zealand. Like, there's definitely uh, Let's get into first things first. Back with Brownie. What do you got for us? Oh, there's a lot of talk uh, about uh, the Australia Cup and that uh, it's it's not overly strong. And I, I tend to disagree. I think the depth there is, is outstanding. There's five Group 1 winners that have won eight Group 1s between them collectively. If you go back and look at last year, there was only the 12 runners in smallish field the year that the Duas won. Think it over Spanish Mission. Uh, we're in the placing. Spanish Mission's hardly run since. Um, the year before that was a, a wide-open Australia Cup. Yes, the, the field was bigger. That was the year Holmesman won, mm. and Matty Hill delivered the, the best call that I think I've ever heard him say, the music man dancing from above. Mm. Um, that was wide open, that one. Um, very hard to get a... A creme de la creme mm. field when you've got the Tancred up in Sydney on the same day where a lot of these horses would have taken the, the next step and, and run in. So um, going through the field, I reckon it's an outstanding Australia Cup field. I don't know what all the talk is about. There's always which, negativity around. Yeah, which is interesting because there's been, there's been a lot of uh, talk this week about how it's slipped off the radar of the race. So you make some good statistical points about it. Um, I... 
I guess there's two ways of looking at it. I, I agree it's a really good, strong, competitive race in the classes there. But I do... I also take on board that it used to be in clear air and now it's being run when when footy's underway. So that's the that's the slight concern over it. So I'll be watching because Geelong have already played, but, you know, <laughs> but others might be focused on the on the footy. But but in terms of the the depth of the actual racing no, field yeah, and not good. not necessarily how many eyeballs are going to no, be on it. It's it's a it's a fascinating race. It should be a really good contest. And at the end, look at the end of the day. We haven't got a lot of wait for age stars, have we, that race over that distance? I mean, if you if you take an, like Animo's on this level of his own, um, and then the rest of them are a good even bunch, and the majority of them are running in the Australian Cup. Yeah, it, look, they, they they robbed Peter to play Paul around the All Star Mile. It's been fairly well documented that they've got to try and work a way around it. Last year was the All Star Mile was after it, which never works. So this year, only a week before, and I have no doubt that the scheduling going forward is going to continually be tweaked to help the Australian Cup, which has been a great race for a long time. The last decade's been poor. I think it's been fairly well documented also. What I, what I will say about this, can you just get the Ladbrokes market up, Quinny, because um, what has helped the race, and a couple of those horses you do speak of, are surprise entrants in the race. Now, I'm not saying surprise as in, they're involved in a 2,000-metre wait for age group one race, but the very fact they went there. I backed non-conformists three and a half weeks ago at $9, was crowing to everyone as I worked my way you through. thought it was going to be a seven-horse field, I thought no, it was gonna, no opposition. Non-conformists will go around at 240. I'm a hero. <laughs> uh, what is he right now, Quinny? At Ladbrokes? Yeah, I think it's safe to say you've taken a slice of unders. <laughs> $7.50 at the moment. With the odds surge, you can get yourself $9. <laughs> He's going to jump at the same price. Uh, Jeez, Cascadian short. It's it, been heavily back. It's in, in, in the 320? 310. Yeah. So, yeah. The thing with so 460 to 310. Yeah. So and the, it's probably going to be five back on the oh. on the pegs, isn't it? See, Cascadian, for me, they've, they've backed him because yeah, that mile run a couple of years ago on the first day of the Flemington Carnival, then backed it up a week later and ran second to Zaki in what was then the McKinnon Stakes. So he went there, I didn't see it. Mwanga's going to back up and go there after running last Saturday. There are horses in this race that... You know, a great deal of people didn't think we're going to go there. And it has added to the race. But it's, you know what you're going to get. It's a step in the right idea. direction. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Moanga adds adds some, some warmth to it. Uh, coming out of the best Sydney races and, and coming down here. And Cascadian, you just, as I said, you know what you're going to get. Like, he's just, he's for about four or five years in a row, he's been rocking up and running extremely well in these races. He, he deserves to win it, but... I'm not sure he will from where he's going to end up in the run. I, I haven't exactly beat the bookie in this particular case, but I still, I still think non-conformists will win the race. In to, to be honest, the bookie's beaten you. But anyway, yeah. that's a separate... That's a well, separate. you know what? You know what? First things first, the bookie's finally got me. Uh, let's get into, just, just quickly, I just want to touch on... Well, firstly, the Kiwi horse. Now, your Kiwi... How are your Kiwi family over there with it getting squeezed out? Well, hopefully I'll visit them <laughs> soon anyway. But, uh, um, no, which... Uh, who? Capanessa. Is that how you say the horse's yeah, name? Yeah, so, yeah. Look, look, this is... It's actually an issue. Uh, I think it is an issue. So there was there was a lot of wanton campaigning to get the horse across here, and then it comes across and it doesn't get yeah. a run. And speaking to Ben Foot, who trains Babylon Berlin, it was almost a similar situation there. And, look, I, I maybe I should have, but I wasn't fully aware that that stake money or prize money drives entry yeah. into these races or, or pecking order into these races. And that's not fair because New Zealand, they race for pennies. Mm. So you can win X number of Group 1 races over there and, and 
you can win a Group 3 here in Australia but carry the same weight. And that's rubbish because we see time and time again, and we'll talk more about the Kiwi influence in Sydney in particular in this carnival, but their Group 1 form consistently holds up in our races here. Yep. And it's not... There's got to be a better way of doing it than just basing it on stake money to get into the race. No wonder the Kiwis love him. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, seriously, he's... Uh, he has flies the flag. bought their tab yep. and he's got their horse in the Australian <laughs> yeah. Cup. So it's been a well, big, big work. Yeah, Group one should morning. supersede prize money. Is that yeah. what you're well, trying yeah, to exactly. come so to a got, compromise? There's got to be with. some sort of discretion so here. The, you know? It's been a perfect storm against this horse, right? Uh, there has been a scratching this morning, so it's the second emergency, so it needs one more, which I no, think... he's in. He's already in. Well, there's been two scratchings. There's been two scratchings. Yeah, there was oh, one I'm last night when Mwanga this morning. Mwanga's out. Oh, I didn't know Mwanga's out. No, we didn't know Mwanga's out. When did it come out? 8.01. Oh, okay. oh, how would we know well, that we're there? It was 25 minutes ago. <laughs> I thought you and Annabelle were texting again. <laughs> no, they're no, certainly oh, not. No, we're texting. I'm yeah. texting, just not getting a reply. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what he's done? He's got two penthouses next week for the Doncaster, and apparently he's now found out his horse ain't going there. That's he's still going to go. Um, yeah, well, there you go. It's a perfect song. I knew he'd get in. I didn't realise she's in. I didn't realise you guys didn't know until... Just what, now. It so, should be addressed, though. What did you think, I think we were talking about for two minutes? minutes? Well, because all week come down he was that. second emergency, so he's got <laughs> okay. all's well, ends well. well you, you, yeah. you, could have, you could have told us that before you let us talk for five yeah. minutes about the You issue. made a good point, though, and this is what happens when Dan Cobby's not here. He's you know got when, the connection at the Nisham stable. He would have got the text message. You know when Brownie said, oh, Malunga's in the race, and you just sat there stone-faced? Well... I thought he was alluding to the fact that Mwanga had come out. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Look, listen, I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you all a listen. Before you come on the show, always check the scratching. Yeah, no, oh, that's, well, that's, how? That's, that's, sorry, that's, we'll, uh, start, we'll start the show two enough. minutes later. I actually so blame Taylor Swift because I was, I was bopping at the time when Mwanga got scratched out of the uh, Australian Cup. Now, just quickly, I want to squeeze this in. My first things first, there's so much commentary around the All-Star Mile and ah, oh, you know, it's just, and there has to be tweaking. There's no doubt they'll be tweaking going forward with the voting and also the placement of it. But something you cannot argue is you have to be, at minimum, a star miler to win the race. But you look at the honour yes. roll, right? Now, in, in races, you look at big races in this country, sooner rather than later, there will be a name on there that you're like, oh. But so far, five years in, they've right, all been, at minimum... Winners. A star miler to win it, if not a superstar. And when people talk about the quality of a race, what's the first thing they look at? The honour roll. Yeah. And when you look at the honour roll mm. of the all-star mile, the race is, can be proud of that honour roll, can't it? I mean, Mr Brightside's an out-and-out star. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and he's Deserved done it again. And, Mystic and Journey, Zaki. Exactly. Like we're, we're talking, Muggetu and Russian Camelot fought that out. Yep. I do believe, legitimately, Mooney Valley's a great spot for it. And... Has to be an under lights all star mile next year. Oh, there's a under lights. No, no, there's. I, I, I agree. I agree. That uh, would be that would be sensational. Yep. In it? fact, you could, you could almost make because it. You could even have that. Like even if that floated into footy season, yep. and a Friday night has got far greater chance of pulling people on a Saturday. You know what? Over, Take on the AFL to a small extent and have the William Reid and the All Star Mile on the same Friday night. That can work. Couple them up. They're no, only six days work. apart anyway. Put them it straight up. It becomes a mega meeting. Mega meeting. A mega meeting in autumn, doesn't it? Absolutely. We'll do it the Friday before the footy starts. Yeah. And then you've got that leads into the footy. Yeah. It's a good, no, it's a good point. There's, way, there's ways around it. But what, regardless of the, the stuff that needs to change, rightly or wrongly, there is no doubt you have to be a superstar to win the All-Star Mile. And that's been proven five years in. All right. Quick break that, for you. That's news. one of your finer first. first yeah, well things. done. Yeah. Good point.
Much better than you finally getting beaten by the bookie. <laughs> oh, well, you know what? I guess he's riding Mr. Brightside in the uh, in the Doncaster. <laughs> Zach Perry. <Burton>. Oh. <laughs> yeah, beat the bookie. I'll beat you back. Good break. New sign. Plenty more next. Welcome back and good morning to you right around the SEN Track Network and the Labrokes Live One channel. This is the Labrokes Autumn Breakfast Show. Huge weekend ahead of us. 0499 736 736 to get involved. Max in Preston has done exactly that. Simple yes or no answer. Do you give right you are a chance in the Australian Cup? I've tipped it. $7, great value. Uh, won five in a row, hasn't lost. We're going back to well, the 19th of November mm -hmm. since it tasted defeat for the last time. And um, I think it uh, can win again. Yes. Uh, rough chance. Yeah. Not not in my top three, but um, oh, look, I respect it's a wide open race. Deserves a huge, deserves the opportunity, and I think we'll. Oh, absolutely. Well. I, 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 as I said, I'm. Good with question, Max. Thomas, but mm. yeah, Max under at zero four double nine seven three six seven three six. All right, let's start to break this down. Group one racing on a Friday night. We'll start with the William Reed and the Ladbrokes Market as Quinny gets rid of his Colonial Stadium photo and gets up the William Reed Market. I will say some developing news. It's so late we missed it. Mwanga out of the Australian Cup. So the two emergencies do get a run. Uh, but we'll start with the William Reid. What do you make of it and the Labrokes market? Imperatiz heads the market now at $3.20 in the Congo. The big market mover since the draw, $14 into four eighty. That, that's one of the biggest goes you'd see in a Group 1 race, isn't really it? Really big. Has oh, been, that's extraordinary. Has there been a scratching? Yeah, Stables well, there's fly. been 12 cents worth of deductions, but it's... Uh, it's been a Dederham Pillayli yeah. uh, out. Okay. Jigsaw has put it together this campaign, a $6 oh. chance, King of Sparta, 9, and Bella Nipatina, a $9 chance. So, fascinating race. You, you forgot the winner, though, Babylon Berlin, $15. <laughs> we need your own... Don't be afraid to get Does this go live winner. into New Zealand? Well, of course it does. It, SEN's massive in New Zealand, Quinny. So this goes live into New Zealand? Well, probably not yet. Okay. So you know that on, on SEN, prior to us, we have a show called Breakfast with the Kiwis. It's time for yeah. you to make your... Oh, opinion. look, I think, I think back you off come this a little earlier as well. We can't go head-to-head -head with that show. Maybe they, their show could lead into this. Maybe if the, if the media reports are true, yep. we might have to move Quinny over there. I reckon, he, <laughs> I reckon he'd sit pretty well over there, you reckon? Now, as much as we do take the mickey out of you, Hamo, for your continual love affair with New Zealand racing, and of course, you're an All Blacks fan over the Wallabies. Oh, yeah. uh, you oh, no. were right <laughs> with Legato in the Australian Guineas. Is that the type of push you're getting, or just a little below? Uh, it's not quite Legato. Not quite. Legato yeah. had a touch of freak about it. Yep. But, um, but Babylon Berlin, serious, serious, serious sprinter. And I don't... Uh, the odds the odds are wrong. For Imperatrice and Babylon to be that far apart is, is just not right. So Babylon's drawn beautifully. Won't be too far off the speed. Won't be boxed. Shouldn't be boxed in. Barrier two stays off the inside. I think it'll run a terrific race. I think it'll run definitely a great putting race, in my quaddy. Yeah, that's the value. Oh, you've got, got, you got to put it in your. Got to put it in your quaddy. How many horses legitimately in this race we have in your quaddy? Uh, I think if you are a quaddy player, you've got to go relatively wide. Well, I'll definitely have in the Congo because yep. I think it wins. Um, I'm going to throw Jigsaw in there as well yep. because I, I love Cindy Alderson. Well, I think. Just, just on Jigsaw, I had a slight concern about running a really strong 1,200. It was brilliant in the Australia Stakes. We all thought the Oakley Plate was where it would go. And Cindy Alderson said, no, we're going to go back to the Valley for a 1,200-metre race. So a, a little unique programming view by her, and I think there's no doubt up to it in its eyeballs. Let's do a quaddy now, like okay. right now for okay. the Valley. Number yep. 10, first, September first, run. We'll go to the first leg. Oh, you're going to yep. do First leg. Okay. Now, I'm actually going to do this too. So. Okay. 
I reckon the one Barb Raider. Yes. yes. The two Cirilio miss. That's probably it in that run. Uh, and revolutionary okay. miss. I love yeah, that stable. Yeah, she was great last start. Anything else for the first leg? No, no the winner's there. You're punting my money, so be sensible. Yeah, second, no, that's good. Second leg. One and uh, two and eight. Two and eight. Because unflinching is my best of the day. Okay, unflinching and Foxycon. Anything else there? No. Uh, I think you've gone too far. You've got to go thin. Yeah, I, I think unflinching will win the race. I'd, I'd go Are you with out. me with I'm that? With yeah. You. yeah. I'll Third go one out. It's, it's not my money, so I'll do whatever Mask I want. Mask Crusader, the defending champion. No, no. Nah. No, Uncle Wayne will be listening. It yeah. doesn't matter. Well, you know what? After Uncle I'll, Wayne dropped on his I'll, track last Saturday, he'll only be listening. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a function the Savo in Phillip Island with Uncle Wayne. Oh, oh yeah. And you know what? Oh. He's been bartering he's, heavily he squeezed, behind the scenes. He's every lemon out of the local football club's tree, is my belief. Yeah, and keeping his receipt for petrol money. <laughs> King of Sparta was great in the Oakley Plate. I think you've got to include it. All right. Case of you know, nah, in the Congo, really definitely. Front yeah. page, no. Jigsaw, nah. yes. yes. Bella, no. Bella, no. I think the gate's the no, issue. No, I've got to put Bella okay. in. Because otherwise... Any like... more rain? We, you, she's she's looking for a little bit of rain, isn't Probably. Yes. Rock and horse, no. no. September no. rain. No. Oh, I don't want to put up with Cobby going, oh, you left it in. No, it's going in. <clears throat> oh, well, you know what, it's your money, so put it in. But I don't think she can win. Eleven. Although she's been going well. Imperatrice, yes. Chain of Lightning, no, 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 and then Babylon. All right, beautiful. And then we'll come home with three in the last. This is good radio. Just the topic. Oh, just uh, the topic. Papillion Club. To That's all. Last. Mate, that wins. If you want to add some more horses, do it. All right, done. That's one out. One out. We just worked our way through it. Brownie's going to have it up via the uh, the Quaddy app via the SEN track uh, networks as well. But there you go. Well done. We're we've never, we've never done a Quaddy. Like hundred bucks for two hundred and forty percent. Boom. Money well spent. Love it. I'll let's spend it to Oscar. Let's have a look at the tanker. We'll all go in that. Let's have a look at the tanker because it is a very interesting race. There has been some rain around in Sydney uh, in the last 24 or so hours. So we're probably looking at a soft five, soft six, which I think will help Gold Trip a little bit. What is the uh, the Ladbrokes market in a race that... I, I've got history. You know there's history being made tomorrow? <clears throat> How is there history? Who won last year's Australia Cup? Quinny? Gone blank. Do I? Okay, geez. Oh, Who won right. the Tancred? Yeah, do I? It was at Newcastle. Hmm. Remember they called it off? Oh, I think it could right. be the first time in Australian Group 1 racing history where the two races on the same day have the same defending champion. That is Who races on the same day? Oh, look. Same. Same well, Group 1 races on the same day with the same defending champion. By a, by a quirk of the washout yeah. of last year. The washout yeah. and, the, and the, the, the slight I mean, tweaking we did, the Australian They moved it to a Monday, didn't yep. they? And we... Uh, we covered that on SN track. It was I, a think, day. I think we made it best of the day. <clears throat> so the, there's a, a the, yep. the J-man, Johnny O'Neill, just texted in and said, just be wearing the last at Mooney Valley tonight. They've got TAS. Oh, we've already TAS. Had, we've, oh, already, that was very impressive yeah, last so start. So thank you, well. J-man. All right, we better put another one on with it. Hang on, can we look at the tankard first for Labro? Yeah, I'll, I'll take you through Hit the me. market. So you got Gold Trip, Melbourne Cup winner, favourite of 420. Winner. Uh, Montefilli has been a startling betting drifter. Mm. 380 out to $6 back into 550. Now what about this one? Cleveland. 11 into 9 into 7 into $6.50. Yeah. And you reckon it's just going to have a practice? I, I'm not sure practice is the exact word I use, but I am I don't want to give away my crystal ball, but I'll do it right now. Cleveland will win. The Sydney Cup, always gamble responsibly. I think the Sydney Cup is a better race for it. And the money is coming on the back of Dubai Honor and they're jumping into the internationals. All for it. Great horse. Would it stun me if it won tomorrow? No. 
But I think the Sydney Cup... That's you, a big go, though. Yeah, a huge go. Isn't it? 11 huge into go. 650, obviously, Joseph and, O'Brien. And traditionally, Karen these Mackable. internationals get absolutely moosed in the last 90 seconds before gate time. So that's when they normally traditionally get back. But yeah. So you okay. think the do, Dubai, Dubai honour coming over and just dancing in last week. Absolutely. You think that, that absolutely. And they're looking at Cleveland and saying, got a lot of class yep. about it, you know, similar, somewhat similar mould. Um, anyway, Knight's orders at $9. The old boy, Vounder Clare's been heavily backed here, 16 into 11. And Sir Lucan, talk more about uh, Sir Lucan in a minute. What a training performance. It's at $10 and we're out to $11 for Arapahoe. So good depth, fascinating race. Don't even know who will start favourite. You know what? There's a chance Cleveland can run favourite here. The, the way that the money seems to be trending. I'm with Gold Trip fairly heavily, to be fair, in oh, yeah? this race. I think the 2000 last week on the good track, nowhere near suited. The drift was a perfect example of that in the last sort of 90 minutes prior to them jumping. 2,400 metres, sting out of the track with some rain about, soft five, so I'm, I'm with Gold Trip. I think Montefilli is under the odds. It's a horse I've got a lot of time for, but has only won one race in 15 can, months. Legitimately, can anyone explain as to why it's drifted so badly? Well, it, it's, it's startling. I mean, yeah. obviously... The, all the, the punting experts and the, the market movers agree with Brownie that, you know, she's just not a winner. She doesn't run so. badly, but doesn't win. Yeah, love to own him, just not to mm. punt him the win. Mm. Like and a then, certain horse in the All-Star Mile. Cleveland. I mean, Vianna Clare's interesting, but I, I'm, I just think what Gay and Adrian have done with Sir Lucan has just <coughs> got this race written all over it. So, one first up. Last week, last week didn't need... Didn't have to lead, but led, bowled along. I'm sure they wanted to win last week, but they also wanted to really drill the horse down for this week. And I think it's going to take... And this time it won't lead. It'll probably just camp off them in about third spot. Uh, I think it'll be absolutely primed here, Sir Luke. And, gee, I think it's a great each-way bet. Uh, this Waterhouse bot training partnership. The Alligator Blood is by far the most remarkable training this performance maybe of all time. This is right on its back. And it does give me hope. I've had, I've had a bit of... And you guys know Peter Moody a hell of a lot better than I do. I've had some concerns about incentivise. And, and we hadn't seen Sir Lucan since that yeah. Melbourne Cup. Comes back, wins, runs so well last week and is going to be a huge chance tomorrow. So looking at that, incentivise might be able to bounce back because Sir Lucan's done it and Moods is just as good as Waterhouse Spot. They're all no friends. doubt about that. They are the best in the business. What do you what do you got on your phone there? No, You're nothing. No, no. no. Every time I every time I mention a Montefilia, I think of David Payne and then I think of Warwick Kappa with that speech that he did saying that um, David Payne is Michelle Payne's dad. Oh. <laughs> it, just, it, just, it makes me laugh, you know. And, uh, and Only Warwick Capper can get away with that. In the same he? speech that he called Kieran Mark Clarion Mayer. Uh, it's really good stuff. Declan Mayer. Declan Mayer. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Declan Mayer had a nice jumper go around yesterday, actually. Oh, <laughs> Still one of the greats. It's the greatest of all time. You know the best thing about this story is, am I? Three weeks ago I got a text message. In fact, Blue Diamond Night. Blue, after the Blue Diamond's been run, I get a message at 10.30 at night saying, a number I didn't have, where are you? Your man Brownie is here at a prominent uh, club in Melbourne. Bob Ambi, big shout-out to the Russians, with Warwick Kappa. <laughs> separate, uh, separate table. Separate table. <laughs> he had his kind of... Same booth. Same booth. <laughs> he had a tank top on. <laughs> Quick break for lads oh and best bets, crystal ball and plenty more on the other side of this. <laughs> 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 Right around Australia, good morning to you.
with the OGs, the Ladbrokes Lab as well. The should be a DJ, mate. Shortly. You could be a DJ <laughs> with the music that's been dropped. Hey, that's really good it's, stuff. It's hard to argue it, really. DJ CJ, they'd call me. CJ? I'm too old to be a DJ. Well, no, famously, David Getter's still a DJ. He had to go with David Getter the other day because he's too old to be on the DJ tour. You, you, you would have done a bit of DJing. Never. I love music, really? but I've never got behind the decks. Nah, nah. The but I, I think I think fifty should be your cutoff point if you're a DJ. You know, like <laughs> what if you're making like forty million a year, like Getter is, then you don't need to keep working. Still, it nah, doesn't apply really, to really Snoop good. though. You see, <laughs> still see Snoop up there spinning them, don't yeah, you? Yeah, that's you know? okay. <laughs> uh, how is the lab going? Now the, the racing lab's going to be out very shortly. Lab breaks lab. We look at the tanker in the Australian Cup. How is the football it's lab? It's going, going really well. Yeah, um, highly informative. Yep. Um, Quinny's tipping really, really well. Mm. I'm, I'm just building yep. towards... Like something. Geelong. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Slow start. Yeah, nice little... Oh, so oh, yeah, he got easy. six last week and I got three and then I opened up... <laughs> you got nine combined. I opened up uh, with no, the cats. A with the cool. cats, so... Oh, no. Um, oh. The multis are... There was a draw yeah. in our game, so we should have done a show on a draw because that's what happens when there's a draw no, with these players. Yeah, well, I did because I tipped Richmond, he tipped Carlton, same oh, thing. So between oh, us, they tipped the draw. Give me a spell. You know how you know that the footy labs really had a sluggy start? Unlike us, who flew from day one. You're trying to take the piss out of the people who created history. <laughs> and the, and the, isn't it refreshing? So when we go in, obviously they do it earlier in the week, but yeah. when we go in yeah. and the crew are just like, Mate. Oh, my God. <laughs> This will be, be over in 20 yeah. minutes. Uh, you know. well, I, I will concede the filming hasn't gone smoothly. <laughs> yeah. I will make that concession. How was it one of them yesterday? Neither's the makeup either. We were leaving. Uh, we were leaving and one of them said, oh, we don't like working with you and Hammer. How come? Oh, well, we get paid by the hour. <laughs> <laughs> we don't get much. Uh, and Brownie, I'm putting my kids through college and I'm putting a new crib. Simone the world's greatest makeup girl gets yeah. overtime. Yeah. <laughs> so much overtime she couldn't even work with us yesterday. We had to go in now and that's She was exhausted. Uh, a day off. We'll be better for the run. You know. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, good luck, though. Uh, where are we? Best bets time. Let's get into it. On the Ladbrokes Autumn Breakfast, Best Bets. We'll start with you, Quinny, because uh, as Bill, you've bought in 16. Got three, thank oh. you. Three bets for three winners. Flemington, race four, number eight, the Jumbuck. Has won his last two starts up the Flemington straight. Again, gets conditions to suit. Going to back him each way. Race five, number ten, Goldman, a former New Zealander, just to get in love with the Kiwis, considering we've just bought them throughout the course of the week. Oh, and... Allegedly, <laughs> Quinny, allegedly. So. Oh, no. So, race five, number ten, Goldman, and the best bet on the program, race six, number five, what you mean. I can't believe the price on this horse. This is what I'm suggesting. Back now, we'll firm, firm, firm and win. Brown Dog, you've half alluded to it already. Yeah, I have. Um... I've got a lot of time for unflinching. I think this uh, this is a, a really nice uh, horse. Um, drawn perfect. Got the three kilo claiming apprentice in Celine Gaudre on board. It's going to be a two-horse war, I think. Foxycon, you must respect it. It's unbeaten this preparation. Those two should just go at it and um, may the best horse win. And I think it'll be the two unflinching. Hammer? Uh, so I like, I'm really keen on prowess, short but sweet. So, uh, and if you don't like taking shorts, I think just run prowess through your multis. Um, that Kiwi form has held up all carnival and will continue. Just looks really well suited in the vinery. vinery. So that's race seven, number one. I mentioned Sir Lucan on the run through. That's my value. You can get $10 
Uh, that's race eight, number eight in the Tancred. And now that Campioness has got into the Australian Cup, I, I don't want to become a Quinny and give you 21 tips, but <laughs> you've simply got to have something on it. It's $26. So it's a terrific... Each. 26 and $6.50 a place. Should have been in the race originally. Serious horse. Draws barrier four. Will be very competitive. What was it an hour ago? Uh, Have the trainers not just switched on that it's in the race yet? Because mate, there's mate, no there's no way it goes around twenty six dollars. No, oh, there's no, no, no way. The, the no form chance. and the and the form lines that stack up a little bit and the and the form we've seen from the Kiwis so far. Anything at Alexandra Park? Oh, it, it was it was. I've, I've not heard of these odds, but it was $46. Yep. Alexandra Park tonight. So. Something else for the New Zealanders? Uh, Friday night bank builder, yes, I see. Yes, absolute moral. A horse called Merlin in the Northern Derby tonight. Um, owned by Dean Shannon, the CEO of, of Labrokes. There we go. So, Race 7, number superstar. 2, Merlin at $1.85. It? <laughs> yeah, well, they put it up two sixty, which is unbelievable. So it's a star. Best three-year-old in New Zealand. Uh, It'll just find the front and game over. Best bet for me, non-conformist. Uh, I thought, look, great in the blamey. Great, great in the blamey. The Australian Cup's definitely stronger than I thought it was going to be. Full field, which is great. The rail out a little bit. That's the reason, partially the reason, as to why the Kiwi didn't get in originally. But non-conformist, the gate, slight little bit concerned, but he's a very tractable horse. So the fact is, that he, as long as he gets on the backside of one, which I'm fairly confident he will, oh, he, his run last week was, he, well, not last week, in the blamey last start was brilliant. I he bypassed the All-Star Mile. Too, the yeah. racing and sports guys Absolutely. helping us out with all the ratings, which I know I'm not going to open the ratings wound with you, but... But I'm 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 enjoying learning about how they come up with the ratings and and nonconformists hit a career best last start. I think that's a pretty good sign for a horse that's already been at the top for a couple of years. Yeah, absolutely. So. The ratings crew come for me. I want to make this point about ratings. I just it's not that I don't believe you in had ratings. You turn Twitter. I just off, don't do. I don't. Uh, <laughs> you do your own ratings. I just do my own ratings. I'm, a, I'm an eyesight guy. But I'm not what, a massive stats what, what guy. What science is in them? I don't. What, what do you need science? We've been back in winners for 250 years yeah. without science. Or what? All of a sudden, because the eyesight doesn't hold up anymore, I know these are thick glasses. So your ratings are... They occasionally uh, work. They're, they're visual ratings. I don't need a rating to tell oh. me that Animo is the best horse in the country, right? So do you don't do times or splits? Or I, I do times if it's on the exact same day and there's like a 12-year-old maiden, there's two of them on the same day. So Just you've, you've really... Let, let's delve into this. You've, yeah. you've really put your head on the chopping block here. Like I have. You've said that Dubai Honor's going to need a tow rope to keep up with Animo, basically. If not a tow rope... Despite what the ratings guys are saying. But, the, but hang on, so we're actually... Using, he was great, Dubai Honor, last week. This, this is my point. Dubai Honor was great. Animo's been the best horse in the country for 12 months, and all of a sudden we've just forgotten all about him. Even but by your standards, this is egotistical. No, and I love it's it. not. But I, I just, I, I understand where ratings sit in. I, went, I had a couple of DMs, and they were very. I tell you what, the ratings crew are very, very. Oh yeah, well, they're, they're proud of their work. But, and, and they should be. But I'm simply an eye-test guy. No, I'm not making redundant at all. I'm simply. I, I hate and stats in it, football. It, I hate stats in football. We'll continue during the ad break. Yeah, uh, nah. I think we're <laughs> finishing. Oh, we got crystal ball. Quickly. Oh, are we? Quickly, uh, we got 15 seconds. The Greg Urell runner Papillion Club will be a group horse. It's got a lot of. Babylon Berlin will go to the Quokka. Yeah, I've forgotten my crystal wall. Something about a record crowd. Bensdale Sunday. Get there. The MC's going to be out. See you all there. See ya. <laughs> the SEN app. Now compatible with Apple Watch. Download today to listen anywhere, anytime.